Welcome to the Faith and Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. We are an educational initiative of Eventide Asset Management, where our aim is to inspire an authentically Christian practice of modern investing. This podcast features conversations with thought leaders in the space of faith and investing, and also functions as an audio digest of the articles we feature in our online journal at faithandinvesting.com. Welcome back to the Faith and Investing Podcast. I'm Matt Gallion with the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. Beauty is not a concept that most people associate with finance or investing. We tend to view beauty as a pleasant interruption to our everyday lives, something we often have to seek out by taking a hike at a great park, attending a concert, or visiting an art exhibit. But the Bible teaches that beauty is a reflection of God's character and a foundational element of all that He creates. If we are created in God's image to reflect Him in our character and to image Him in all that we do, then beauty should be central to all areas of life. In today's article, Jessica Schroeder explores how the origins and characteristics of beauty in Scripture relate specifically to the practice of investing. Jessica Schroeder is a writer, editor, and adjunct theology professor. In addition to working towards her Ph.D. in systematic theology at Wheaton College, she is a graduate of Denver Seminary and Colorado Christian University. Jessica holds an M.A. in theology and B.A. in theology with a concentration in biblical studies. Here is Jessica Schroeder reading her article entitled, Invest in Beautiful. Invest in Beautiful We all experience beauty, from the simple, delicate beauty of a dew-drenched flower to the immense, magnificent beauty of mountain peaks or a Beethoven symphony. While beauty doubtless moves us all in undeniable ways, we tend to relegate it to experiences of leisure and thus most often pair it with rest and Sabbath. Beauty is found when we attend an orchestral performance, when we hike the mountains or stroll along the beach, when we splurge on a bouquet of flowers to adorn our home. In other words, rarely do we consider what beauty has to do with our work, let alone with our finances or investing. However, beauty matters for our work. And, as we shall see, it also matters to our investing. Beauty is an essential characteristic of creation, which makes it central to our work as stewards of God's creation. In what follows, I consider how investing, as a faithful act of stewardship, protects and further cultivates the beauty and goodness of creation. Rooted in Creation Investment is rooted in the creation account. God gives the first humans what theologians and biblical scholars call the creation mandate, which can be seen in both Genesis 1 and 2. Genesis 1 puts it this way, quote, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion. Close quote. This framing of the mandate fits well with the forming and filling motifs present in this first account. The second account in Genesis 2 gets more intimate and personal, presenting it like this, quote, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Close quote. The NIV renders the last part, to work it and take care of it, and the NASB reads, to cultivate it and tend it. These Hebrew words in Genesis 2 have a rich range of meaning, but their diverse variations all point in the same direction, to cultivate and oversee God's creation with great care. 
This language has often been referred to as stewardship language, and rightly so. But it is also investment language. The creation accounts display the mandate for humanity to fruitfully increase God's creation and to take proper care of it while doing so as wise and faithful investors. This much is clear. But what about beauty? What does this have to do with stewardship or investing? Beauty rightly understood. Numerous times, God declares His creation good. In Hebrew, this term, tov, while primarily meaning good, also has resonances related to beauty. A reputable Hebrew lexicon states that, as an adjective, tov means pleasing, agreeable, good. The lexicon adds the nuances of pleasant, agreeable to the senses, including scriptural examples of sight, taste, and smell. It also can refer to something being good, appropriate, becoming. In my doctoral research on beauty's connection to theological epistemology, or knowledge of God, I define beauty most generally as that which, on perceiving, rightly pleases or ought to please. Thus, there is a sense in which God, in declaring His creation tov, declares it both good and beautiful. Moreover, if we consider the classical view of the transcendentals—truth, goodness, and beauty—these three are convertible with one another. In other words, where one is, there the others are as well. Latent Beauty Outside of Genesis, we also see Psalm 104 communicating the goodness and beauty of creation through lavish praise of Yahweh, the Creator God. Most of this psalm refers to the raw materials and living things in God's vast creation, but when we zero in on verse 15, we see something unique, namely cultural goods that humanity has crafted through creatively cultivating God's creation. Verse 14 praises God for making grass grow for the cattle, as well as making plants grow for people to cultivate. Verse 15 continues describing what has been cultivated from what God provides, quote, "...wine that gladdens human hearts, oil to make their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts." Close quote. Grapes are wonderful, so too olives and wheat. But bread, oil, and wine do not come directly from the stalk, tree, and vine. A steward, an investor, must work with these raw materials, must put in time, energy, and loving care to bring about these greater cultural goods. These cultural goods, and myriad others besides, point to the notion of latent beauty and goodness in creation. In other words, there is incalculable potential within the already awe-striking raw materials of God's good and beautiful creation. Some of it has already been made manifest in what we see in nature, while much else lies waiting for the steward, the investor, to draw it out. Such works of cultivation, such acts of investment, serve to fulfill the creation mandate to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth, and to lovingly cultivate and tend the garden. We begin by protecting creation, by maintaining the beauty and goodness it already displays. Yet, we don't stop there. We invest our time, our skills, and our resources into the soil of the garden and the fruit it produces to cultivate even greater goodness and beauty for the benefit of all and the glory and honor of God. Invest in Beautiful As we consider how all this applies practically to investing, we must ask ourselves, what businesses are truly good 
even beautiful, are rightly pleasing? What goods and services are truly good and truly serve? What endeavors are drawing out the latent beauty of creation? These are the things worth investing in. Conversely, what businesses shroud the good and instead promote evil? What business activities desecrate the beauty and goodness of creation? As faithful stewards, we ought to avoid investing in such things. In a sense, then, we might consider investors as the master planners over the garden that is God's creation. They have a say in what resources are used and to what ends. In a post-fall world, there is a marbled mix of good and evil intentions and outcomes concerning the use of God's world. As faithful stewards of Yahweh's creation, investors must be concerned about more than just maximal returns. What matters more is the maximizing of the glory God receives through maximizing the goodness and beauty of His creation, a goodness and beauty that we are called to both protect and further draw out of creation. And it is this investment in beautiful that, in turn, produces such rightful pleasure and enjoyment for us as well. Thank you for listening to the Faith and Investing Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, share with a friend, or rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Your rating and review allows more people to discover helpful resources on faithful investing. To find out more about the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing, visit us at faithandinvesting.com. The communication herein is provided for informational purposes only and was made possible with the financial support of Eventide Asset Management, LLC, known as Eventide, an investment advisor. Eventide Center for Faith and Investing is an educational initiative of Eventide. In some cases, information in this communication may include statements by individuals that are current clients or investors in Eventide and or individuals compensated for providing their statements. In such cases, Eventide identifies all relevant details of the relationship, the compensation, and any conflicts of interest within the communication which can be found at faithandinvesting.com. Information contained herein has been obtained from third-party sources believed to be reliable. Statements made by ECFI should not be interpreted as a recommendation or advice pertaining to any security. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal.